Mike Taylor Live is presented by Texas Cheer Liquor. Live from Waikiki, Mike Taylor. Well, hello. How are you? I'm a professional broadcaster. What are you? What's up? How we doing? We're back. My God, we're back again. It is another one of these episodes. I do feel like the light's really bright, LG. Should I fix it? What do you think? I'm going to start touching hey, buttons right off the down. top. I'm going to start touching come stuff. Down a whisker. Let me come down yeah. a whisker. Come down, come down a whisker. Just a whisker, though. Yeah. Right. Not, yet, not it'll more. get not a it'll hair. Right. It'll get dried up and turn into tortilla dough if you don't. Yeah, not a hair, just a whisker. Shower. Right. How about that? Yeah. That's fine. How about That's that? Fine. No, no. How about that? Ah, you no, no, oh, how about, how about that? That, that. Yeah, right there. Stop. Stop. There you go. Stop. Okay, right cool. There. How you guys there doing? It is Taylor Live. What's going Someone's on? Welcome door, in here. Do what? Oh, don't. Someone's just incessantly knocking at LG's door. Don't don't worry for our oh safety. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're all good here. All Should we good. invest how are in you? a studio? I'm fine. Should we invest in a studio? What do you mean? We have the world's best studio we can have right here at LG's uh, OnlyFans set up. <laughs> at the Pornhub where people knock on the door. Is it dinner? Who might, who might be knocking at 8.15 at night, dude? When we I didn't order things. dinner unless he did. He is getting some work done in the backyard right now. Yeah, that guy is not documented, the guy that's back there right now doing his deck. Well, but that's not who's knocking on the front door. Is uh wider than I am, but okay. Well, he's Let's from Poland with... and he's undocumented. Oh, he's uh he's fleeing the I'm conflict sorry that you just Ukraine. assume all I'm sorry you assume that all oh, undocumented oh, people are from Mexico or Latin that's America. Okay. Sorry. Wow, yeah. man. Yeah, wow. Because yeah, wow, yeah. Canadians don't if the Canadians are fine if they're not documented. Polish, Swedes. It's those tan-skinned people that we have to watch out for, clearly undocumented half the time. Show me the Canadian that uh, paints decks for cash and then accuse me of the war. Oh, there's a lot of fucking idiots in Canada. They just stay in Canada. They don't come over here. There's a lot of idiots in Canada. My whole point. Why don't Canadians cross their border more so? Canada's they, a better they, country than Mexico. Mexico at blows least they ass. Think so I think they are pretty happy with what they've got north of the border. Yeah. Their frigid temperatures seven months out of the year and their eight hours of sunlight. Sure, let them be happy with that. Here we are, homeboys. It is another episode, and it's been since last Thursday. And the last time we did this, I was home in in the greater south central Texas area. But tonight, as you can tell, I emanate live. From the whatever you want to, we need a name for this fucking apartment that I live in. What does it look like? College kid, dorm room, pretty much. Even I, I, you look actually, you look like the RA that still lives in the dorm. You look like the like twenty four year old that's ah, the RA go. that has everything perfectly. You know, deck. You've had five years to figure out how you want right. to have your shit lined out. But it's still old, a college young dorm. man. Yeah. Right. Like I'm I, the ass beaten old. I, I get free tuition. I'm in my sixth year of English correct. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. When I was at McMurray in Abilene, we had the, you know, like attached dorm rooms attached by a bathroom. And mm-hmm. we had the unfortunate luck of having 
our room attached to the RA's room, and he was a massive Dave Matthews band fan. Oh, for fucks! Yeah, it was. Oh, I mean, you got to. It was like, what, what you it was saying? '04, like and he had been uh. there six years. So, like, he was a college freshman at '98, '99. Right. Can we he, say uh, this? Can I, go ahead. He would get man. very upset when uh, we didn't just refer to him as Dave. He'd be like, "You can just call him Dave." He's like, "Absolutely not. I will never just call them as Dave." Yeah. I hated him from the start. I was, I hated, I hated, you know, it's cool. I feel good about this thing. Well, I wasn't like the most hipstery kid in the nineties, but I hated the most douchey parts of the nineties. Like, I, and I know that. you think, yeah, I, I could not stand Hootie and the suck fish hated Dave Matthews band. Dave. What about the nut kick of the, to the, uh, that song, the crash into me. You yeah, got your it. ball, you got your You got your fresh, you got your fresh. Yeah. He always does that weird little, like, it's I know. Like, he, I know. he wanted to be Thom York. Very yeah, similar. One, there's one Dave Matthews tune that I do like a lot. Kind of like grave with Radiohead. Dig me a grave. No, it wasn't Grave Digger. It was a, it's a romantic song. It's um, got to spend 20 years. This just proves uh, that we know way too many Dave Matthews band songs. Well, they got well. That's because they were every five fucking minutes on pop radio in those days. You heard them at every frat party too. Well, I didn't go to those, but you nonetheless, I heard parties? them. I didn't know one. No, I didn't hang out with frat douches. I didn't go to frat parties. You go to drink their beer. And I was married with kids free. at 23. I was 20 with uh, a wife. Okay, a, I take that for a girlfriend. No, I, I, I always got in good with the Greeks. Uh, men uh, and fuck women. those D-bags. No, uh, I didn't fit in with those guys at all. Look, I mean. I was also, I was all, I was also working at ESPN Radio. I didn't have time whoa, for kids. Oh, sorry, so, yeah. I was just, 21 uh, years old doing, I was, I was a big time radio broadcaster. I was 21 on uh, Greek Hill in San Marcos. My bad. I was hanging out with, I was the hanging with easy 50 year old guys. Of Texas I, was with, I was hanging with boomers at cowboy games and shit. I was, I was way ahead of that curve. I was the superstar college kid that was above all of the bullshit. Not, I mean, I guess it comes off as I didn't have a lot of fun, but I got lucky and got my radio gig. I got radio gigs right off the top. I'm like that superstar athlete that shows up for college who's clearly going to the NBA, you know, because okay. I was such a such a sublime broadcaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was my talent just oozed all over the dorms, and I was that guy that no one spoke to because I was already big time. And my friends were professors. My friends oh, were the twenty five year old guy. My, my friends were the twenty five year old guys that ran the dorms. I hung out with all older Chomsky people. <laughs> no, we were debate. No, we were debating Jim Rome and sports talk radio and Bob Costas. And I was, you know, yeah, no, I was, I was worried about, I was worried about KD getting in. of Sam Houston state. I was worried about getting in good with the, with the frat boys. So I could always yeah. drink for free at their parties. Not have yeah. to worry about getting jumped. No, I got lucky, dude. No, my freshman year at Sam Houston state. They made me the voice of basketball and baseball. And that was apparently unprecedented at the time. They had never let a freshman call play by play. And they were like, dude, just do the games. You're is, insane. is that where you You're got cussed good. out by Dave South when you were doing it is. Sam Houston yeah. State baseball? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was 20 years old. 
And I got told that I was Bush League by Dave South because I got pissed off because he was drowning out my broadcast. Well, how yeah. why, how would he ever do that? I mean, it's not like he has a booming uh, voice that just... Uh, <laughs> uh, that's Bush League, son. It's because we had a shitty press box at Sam Houston State. It was one press box, and so if you had two radio crews in there, you'd clearly bleed over each other's broadcast, which was probably a fucking violation of the FCC now that I think about it. Oh, my God. How how many times had you been called Bush League at that point in your life? Zero. That was the first time? Yeah, I got chewed out by a professor at Sam Houston State that year. Uh, the big, huge white guy that ran the department that did not like, apparently he thought that I was a bit overly arrogant and a bit overly confident and he liked to let me know, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah. To keep you grounded. Yeah. Tony, Tony DeMars, who was the head of the radio department at Sam Houston state in the early nineties told me that I was too arrogant to make it in radio and that I would never make it in broadcasting as long as I was that overly confident and unwilling to pay my dues. I replied to him, <laughs> you'll, you'll love this, but Tony, I'm kind of like the Kobe of sports casting here in, in the state. I'm just going to be a Laker in a year. That's what I bit. told him. I told him that. Oh, he pissed me off. He offended me. So I was an asshole back to him. You're just, you've got too much arrogance about you. You're going to have to be, you need to be humble. You need to realize that you have to pay dues before you'll have a big time radio job. And I go, but yeah, but actually what I, I go, what if, what if, what if I have Kobe Bryant's broadcasting talent? That means I'll be on the Lakers in a year. You know where I was in a year from that? Uh, ESPN ES, Dallas. ES, ESPN Radio in Dallas, Texas. So fuck you, Tony DeMars. I had so much talent that I switched majors. I was so confident I'd get a radio job. I'm like, why should I go get a why should I get a degree in RTVF? When I'm clearly gonna be a broadcaster, obviously this is what I was born to do. I am like I am like the Will Hunting here of sports talk radio in Texas. <laughs> I don't need to go to college four years, and I damn sure if I'm going to go to college, I don't need to continue to major in this shit. I had a job, I had a full time radio gig, so that's when I switched to kinesiology, just in case, you know, because he thought I was so arrogant. God, I mean, I, I had a you I had a, so arrogant. I, bet you I was, <laughs> I was, but I also had a backup plan. I was also, I was not so arrogant and dumbass or pretentious to think that I, I don't need another major. I've, I don't really need another plan. I still had a backup plan, and that's what I tell college kids to this very day when I get a chance to speak to them, which is pretty rare these days. Although I will be speaking to some college students pretty soon. I haven't told you about that. I don't think. No one um, told me. And that is always no one told me. I always have a, always have a backup plan. Always have a plan B, a contingency. And mine was coach and teacher, man, which is why I switched my major. I thought, well, fuck, I've already got a radio gig. I already know everybody in town. I, I, and I took a shot three fourths into my college days, which took eight years to graduate college. Cause I was busy working and had to go to part-time classes. Anyway, I was barely in school for five. I spent five years as a part-time college student. So hell I wouldn't, I didn't have time to go to frat parties anyway. I was working and doing internships ships and shit. And I thought, well, I'm just going to switch my major just in case you never know. I'm not so naive to think that I'm going to be Bob Costas. I figured I, I mean, I had a radio gig, which was good but you didn't know how long it was going to last. And so I switched majors to kinesiology my junior year and got a mind minored in history. And I've never used the degree once because I'm a big time broadcaster to this day, 25 years later. So what's up, Tony DeMars? Go fuck yourself. The last time I heard about him, he was doing overnights on like some chick radio station in Houston. What's up? Spinning, you know, 
I don't know, Ashley Tisdale records or is that is that a singer? Pink. I was about to, I literally was about to ask you who the hell that's one I've never heard. I don't know. I was I, I just I tried to think of the most the worst possible pop star. That sounded like an so, ultra generic pop star name though. Yeah. Wasn't Kobe like fourteen and ninety three? No, this was in ninety five when Kobe was in high school. When was Kobe's freshman year? Ninety eight, ninety seven? No, because like that. Dirt. This might have been ninety six when I was at Sam. Dirk draft was ninety eight, so the Kobe draft was Samaki Walker. That was the year oh my before. god, Samaki Walker. Yeah, I remember my years by drafts. That's especially on a night like this. So I think that he was the ninety seven draft, if I remember right. Yeah. No, ninety six. Ninety six. Okay. Thirteenth. Well, Kobe. Yeah. Kobe. Okay. And I so this must have been ninety five when Kobe was at Lower Marion. And he was already getting write-ups in Sports Illustrated. That's what I told Tony DeMars. Hey, dude, you know who, you know who Kobe Bryant is? Kobe's not going to go to college four years either, Tony. Tony's not. Kobe's not going to pay any dues, dude. <laughs> God, he was so he was, he was so pissed off. Well, if he had only known, he could have told you there's still going to be 12 people that choose not to take Kobe, and you're going to go 13th. I know. What 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 jackasses were those? Golly, the pass on Kobe. That's ridiculous. That's insane. Speaking of which. If, speaking of the NBA, what pick did we get, Puma? What what uh, the billion dollar industry that is the National Basketball Association that puts its fucking future in the hands of some goddamn ping pong balls? Where did the balls land on the San Antonio Spurs? Let me let me take a guess. Ten. Uh luckily, luckily not that. Oh, thank you, Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews now follows us. Thank you, Dave. Uh, thank you. Dave. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Oh, I didn't get to the song that I like. Oh, yeah. I didn't get to the, the tune that I like. DMB. DMB. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, my God. Sorry, is that what you LG. call that shit? LG is no, an acronym guy. I mean, we should have oh, known. Oh, yeah, he DMB, is. DMB, okay. LG, yeah. Well, MT's favorite DMB tune. It's a beautiful. It's a, it's, I'm not saying he's horrible. He just ain't my cup at all. Not and at God, no. Um, I, I don't like that. I don't, I still didn't like that. I didn't like the scene, but anyway, where are they was from? It, um, Isn't he from like South Africa somewhere? by way of Virginia or something fucked up? Oh, I didn't realize it was South. I thought it was just like Virginia, North Carolina or something. I swore. I thought he was foreign with that dumbass accent, but anyway, no, there was a romantic tune that he had. I'm trying to, trying to, I'm trying to get it in my head. I'm not allowed to play. LG says I can't pull up songs on my nope. Spotify account. Play them. You get a shutdown real fast. Let's see. Where are you going? Is where I want to be. I do know where you go. Is where I want to be. Remember that song? It's pretty romantic. I, I don't remember. That one actually, I can't help you with. I don't remember that I one at all. I am no Superman. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, have yeah, yeah. no answers yeah, for you. Yeah. I am no hero. Oh, that's for sure. But I do I know do one know. thing. Yeah, yeah. Is where yeah. you are, is where I'm. That's a beautiful little song. And he doesn't it's sing fine. like this. He doesn't do that shit. God Damn, I didn't realize. It. Yeah. South Africa, yeah. then the UK, and then uh, Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Another shitty 90s band that got a lot of run in those days. Remember the band um, Cracker? Oh. Fucking Cracker. Blue oh, ass gosh. hard. There were and not the not the fun blowing ass, the bad blowing uh, ass. Oh, not the good blowing, blowing dirty ass. ass. In this world, there's two types of blowing ass. What types yeah. are those? Uh, that's the good type and the cracker type. That's. <laughs> but as you were asking, yeah, no, the 
ping pong balls that? fell exactly. Hang on, LG fuck the Spurs. We'll get back. Do you do you eat ass? Huh? Do you eat ass when it's clean? <laughs> so do you want to hear about the Spurs? Yes. Or do you yes! want to hear it? more? Yes! Huh? No. Women don't like that, though, oh. right? Uh, oh God. I mean. Oh, that's not something that is, they would admit. They might let you do it. Everything is on the individual to begin individual? with. Individual? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm a Gen Xer. I, I like very, to lump people into bubbles. It's very stereotypical to say an entire sex either likes or doesn't like a specific sex act. Right. That's well, very, I'm a Gen Xer, and you know how we do. We put everybody in the same bowl. You right. know how we it's, do. You know, yeah, yeah. You're the, the apathetic generation, the laziest generation in terms of actually forming calculated... Uh, Profiles on people. Let's just throw them all in groups. I think we're less apathetic though than some of these newer people. We we were we are Ooh, very would... apathetic. Um, well, what it was, we just didn't anticipate. We didn't expect anything. We expected hardship and nothing to go our way. Yeah. Right. Very nihilist. Yeah. 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 Very nihilist. The Generation X generation is a forgotten generation because no one expected anything from us. No one anticipated anything from us. Why it, is maybe that? basically, I don't know. The, the media coverage in this country went from baby boomers straight to you guys, to the millennial. See, and I, it I, just I, glazed right over. We're not known for anything but grunge music. I was about to say, but all Martin, of your Martin tell Martin reruns on TV. That's yeah, it. your music, your pop culture absolutely dominated society. Dominated society, yes. So it continues I, I've never, to do so. I would I've never argue. understood that narrative. I guess I have. You know, send me some reading, direct me in a path. But I've never understood okay, the narrative of. We were a forgotten generation when we were like so much we of your over. pop culture absolutely changed the way business was done. Like grunge music changed rock radio forever. It did. Yes. Like, and so like to be forgotten, it's, I mean, I feel like y'all are, I don't know. It feels like it was a pretty strong impact for the era that it came about. I mean, it was like the last technology, uh, less focus on tech generation. I think that's like probably the last golden generation of the dystopian future we have ahead of us. Right. We read the newspaper and held right. that's what a I'm phone saying. in our hand that had a you cord the, connected the to the wall. Analog last generation. Point. The last correct. analog generation. Yes, correct. Thank you, John Gruden's illegitimate Indonesian kid buying me a coffee. Fun <laughs> fact moment, Indonesia is the first Asian country that got into the World Cup. Thank you for that. Did not know that. For more, here's Lawrence. What? Gen X. The first still Asian looking, still looking like the Asian John Gen Gruden X. over there with that yeah. fucking okay. hat and that headphone scene. Still looking like the Asian John hey. Gruden. I love it. Hey. You know? Hey, gotta hey. Rep, gotta rep the, the, yeah, the I, Oh, I know. I'm, the, I'm not fucking with the hat. You look like John oh, Gruden. There you go. I know. You gave hey. your damn hat away. Like, goddamn. Good looking I hat. I don't look good, good in good hats. Hat. Yeah, you do have a huge dome. Yeah, it doesn't look good I noticed good at all those headphones hands. that when I handed them back to Carl, they were like, you had it at like extended <laughs> and like a large like, every time. It's like. I have a massive yeah, fucking head. It, yeah. actually, it goes way I'll out in the see back. That. Like, you see all it's that metal even, yes, that's exposed that. on the side right it's there? Oblong. That means it's like extended as far like. See, yeah, it goes. I like fucking. I have like ET head. That's my. Uh, there we go. Yours are like this. <laughs> yeah. <Golly. they> <laughs> I have E.T. head. No question about that. All right. You know what? It's a beautiful segue into a message I want to share with uh, Thunderdome tonight on this radio show. 
the fact that you're wearing that hat and I'm in this shirt because their draft is coming up. I've got notes. Make sure I don't fuck it up. The official professional bull riding team of this of this show are the Austin Gamblers. And we got the World Finals in Fort Worth, Texas, bitches. That is a I can't think of a better city in this state to have your world finals in Austin, Texas. You boys been up to that Dickies Arena at all? Dickies Arena. Hmm? Yeah, in Fort Worth. Oh, the new one in oh, Fort no, Worth. No. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, the new one. Austin. No, I no. still have it. They're oh. actually a big concert up there tonight. I've got some friends. McCartney. Yeah. McCartney's playing mm-hmm. at, in Fort Worth. That's how badass it's, Dickies Arena is. We're getting fucking McCarthy. Of course, it's Dickies Arena. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Dallas. We got McCarthy in Fort Worth. That's badass. Well, well McCarthy's the, in Frisco. Not and McCarthy. McCartney. 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 My bad. McCartney. The Gamblers are doing some shtick this weekend in Fort Worth to celebrate the professional bull riding world championships. I've got notes, but I need, it requires assistance. (laughs) (laughs) So they're going to be having a street party. This is for anybody that might be in the Metro sex this weekend. And I know a few people actually in the Metro sex and I'll bet, I'll bet you, I know a couple of people that want to go to this, uh, some buddies that are into rodeo on up there the gamblers will have it a, they're having a street party in mule alley you boys know where that is puma does right mm-hmm. there in town it's in the stockyards that is um this thursday through saturday every night from 9 to 11 at night that's a great place to go drink beer at mule alley god i, I miss doing that so much and you got so you got the pbr world finals and then the gamblers are just there having fun the gamblers then will get ready for their draft as the PBR now has turned into an actual football season. The draft will go down on Monday at 6 o'clock. And y'all are invited to attend a draft Texas Live party. They're having in Arlington. Uh, at, at, it's called uh, Texas Live in Arlington. That's pretty cool. Awesome. It's fucking awesome. I've not been yet. Again, another place of the Metro sex I've not been yet. And guess who has the number one overall pick? Our gamblers do. They're going to get this little short dude from Brazil who is basically the Jordan of PBR. And, and so our gamblers will have the greatest bull rider on the planet next Monday. No way they'll pass on him for Sam Bowie. They'll take the, they'll take the Brazilian kid. So, and for those that don't know, yes, we now have an official bull riding team. And guess who's going to be in town for two months starting June 11th? Actually, starting June 8th on that Wednesday when we open up for Rich O'Toole at Sam's Burger Joint. Starting basically June 8th all the way through probably at least mid to late July, at least, if not early August, this guy here will be in town. I'm thinking a trip to Austin could be an order, boys. Well, it's only necessary. Let's go see the Bulls. You want to see the Bulls? Absolutely. Very good. We got to get plates sold for that barbecue. I'm fucking worried about that. June 11th is the Salvation Army barbecue. They continue to tell me they maybe they're lying just to get me to continue to pump it. They continue to tell me that plate sales are down. And so I need to get plate sales up. And we're actually doing a bit on the radio show this week, giving away VIP packages. And how about this for synergy? So for those that might've listened to the radio show today on iHeart, Puma and I did a top gun trivia challenge bit that failed miserably. We've got two guys that won VIP packs. I'm giving away four packs to the, to the barbecue, four packs of VIP passes 
that give you a plate to the barbecue, access to the ground so you can hang out with us and whip our ass and we can talk rodeo or football or whatever, or Dave Matthews, and you get a T-shirt. The official Mike Taylor barbecue for the kids T-shirt this year has a, has a copy of Marty Leal's insane poster on there that looks just absolutely fabulous. You get all that for 25 bucks. Now, we're giving away packages on the radio show this week, but honest to God, the odds of you winning are one in a million. So just go buy them. Go buy VIP plates. We got to get our plates sold, fellas. Got to get them. Got to get them sold. Got to get them sold. All right. What did you tell me about the NBA ninth pick? Is that what you told me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they didn't move. The odds held. Luckily, didn't lose a spot, but couldn't jump okay. into the top four. Before you go and tell me all the future star, all the all the past stars that were ninth picks, why don't you tell me who might be the ninth pick this year and whether it's worth a shit? I mean, it's definitely I worth. That, <clears throat> I can't. It's definitely worth a shit. That's that's the best place. Are you to sure? Start. Is it a nine deep draft? I I think it's. I mean. It, are you getting a superstar at nine potentially because there Thank is a you, lot evil of evil Mr. Sting. Thank you. But evil I think Mr. you're, uh, I mean, I think you're, you're definitely at worst getting the same caliber of player you've gotten at 11 and 12, the last couple of years, you know, Primo and Vassell. I think that's the bottom end of the kind of talent you're getting, but it, it, I mean, jumping into that top four would have been huge, especially when, you know, at nine, you're going to, you're going to be looking at guys that are you know, guard, small forward. There's not as much depth in the big man uh, at that point in the draft. I mean, you're not getting a, you're not getting a immediately impactful starting big man at nine. So I mean, I, it's, it's hard to even. It's hard it's to even. Up, rush. Should have tanked. Is that what you're telling me? No, no, no. You you're still, not going to ever admit that. No, I still think, or are we lighting candles? Lighting a candle for the I pick. I still think, yeah. you know, there's... It's just to for me, the pick, to bring karma. The value is still letting the young guys develop while you're, you know, organically tanking in a sense. I mean, you're still playing, oh, I'm going to burn a finger. Shit. Dude, get the fucking stick, dude. Shit. You do, every week you do this, you redneck. It's pride. Let it's, me see if I can get my, my oh, little, my on, little tiny fingers up. in there. You got oh, fingers is, the size of fucking uh, kosher yeah. pickles. Yeah, let me see. It. Get happening. a stick. Like that thing. There's no him. wick. Like it, there's oh. no there's no wick in here. Well, I, like, can you I, see this? I could have looked here. at it's it's down, it's in oh there my somewhere. God. No wick in there. Man. It's in there somewhere. He's we so got one. Prideful. We got one lit. I that's thought straight I could, pride. All that I, I, is. Ooh, that's that's gonna burn. I thought if I could uh, if I could just get it going, it would because uh, we got we got to dump some of the wax out. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it is. is. It's yeah. just buried. It's there. It's There's, just buried in wax. It. I got it. It's no, I mean, it's the names at nine are not as exciting. I mean, the only big man uh, that would potentially be there is Jalen Duran from Memphis, but that's a project. I mean, that's not. Immediately coming in, I mean, uh, Matherin had a great tournament for Arizona, but that's a sh- offense first shooting guard. Uh, you know, Sohan, the kid from Baylor, okay. again Yay. small forward, but not really big man, six eight, six nine. I mean, I it's okay. going to be, it's going to be an absolute crapshoot. But you're going to also have 
because you 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 have Oklahoma, you have Sacramento picking ahead of you. So you're basically you have the eighth pick already because you know they're going to do something fucking stupid that you can't yep. justify. That probably a guy that won't they won't even offer a second contract to like Bagley that they took at number two instead of uh, Luca. You know after Aiton went one to Phoenix. You're, okay, you're I mean, getting too you're, you're you're getting too detailed for me, but I'm I'm trying to stay with you. We that got the ninth like, pick. Right? That was like three. That was uh, that was three years no. ago. That's not that. That was the top three picks from four years ago. That's not no. that. Uh, okay. That's not that deep uh, inside basketball. But no, it's uh, the bigger question is what they do with the two picks in the twenties. If they can't package those uh, two, nice one. That was a drop. Gross. If they can't package think, those two and maybe, uh, you know, a contract to match thank up you, with Hector. somebody, move up Hector's into... Hector's in the super chat. Make sure I give Hector some love. I'm sorry, Puma. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Try to try to package those other... Because the last thing you want, is if you are going to stay at nine, the last thing you want is to have two more picks in the 20s. Because that's way too many rookies on an already young team. I mean, if they could yeah. package the two twenties, slide back into the late teens, have the ninth pick and you know, somewhere 16 to 19, 16 to 18, yeah. 19 is not much of a move up. I don't know. It's still, it's disappointing, but it's also, I mean, that's, that's exactly, there's a 50% chance this would happen and that's where they landed better than 10, but okay. disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, everything with them is disappointing these days. Everything with them is not like awful. This last season was it's not any it, good. This it's last season me. was far from disappointing. That's extremely okay. lazy to say everything is disappointing. They it's just got lazy. rid of the veterans. They got rid 10th. of the veterans. They played they the young guys. They actually sure. competed their ass off, snuck good. into a play-in game, have three first-round picks to work with, have cap space, second most cap space in the entire league. Not that they're going to be able to attract anybody in free agency, but can move somebody in in a massive trade. Hell, they could trade that number nine pick even and move somebody in with all that cap space. There's here's so much flexibility that because of all of the success of this past season it, on and off the court. It's one of the reasons I hate the play-in games because before the play-in game days, we look at the thing and we say, yeah, they dumped all those veterans, which they needed to do four years too late, probably. Two um, well, at least two. Yeah. Um, they should have shipped DeMar DeRozan's ass out here the first year he was in San Antonio. Um, but they were desperate to keep ticket sales up. Um, if we didn't have a play-in game, you wouldn't look at the, not you particularly. Well, maybe you, but people, people wouldn't look at it the same because there are 10 10th place in the NBA prior to the playing games was not a, was a shitty year. It was, but if you were playing, if you were averaging playoffs and you couldn't figure it out, but because we have a play in game now, now, well, they made the play in game. It was, okay, well then take that away from virgins immediately got their asses kicked by the Pelicans. But take that away from it. Then a team that averaged 25 right. years old, it was a May year. won a 34 May year. games and showed, yeah, and you had your first all-star post, trading the veterans. You had DeJounte take a huge leap. You had young guys get valuable experience on the court. Like it was still, there was a, that's a massive year for development for the future of this thing. That's, I mean, okay. way better than, cause if, okay, here's the alternative. If you had played, all, if you had done everything the same and these guys show, they have absolutely no ability to win NBA games night in and night out. And they finish. Thanks the James. Two or Thank three you, James of the Pelman. league, 
yeah. then you're going to say that was a massive disappointment, but you're going to end up having better draft odds. I, that's where I... Okay. Pretty shitty. I, eh. Meh. I'm, I'm not interested in 10 spots. Oh, I can tell you haven't been interested in 90 seconds. Like 90 I'm seconds not ago, interested I lost in, you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not interested in 10th place finishes. I want to be well, in the top four of the conference. How do we get there? That's where I want to get. Does. And that's what I'm telling you is the flexibility they have now is their best chance to get back there okay. in a long time. All right. Cool. Awesome. Let's, I mean, I, let's see it. Let's see it happen. It's just, there's nothing entertaining whatsoever about well, this push thing. The button nothing already. That push me. the button and make it happen. It sounds so easy. Just push the button. What are we doing sitting here? Push the button. I, I would have dumped all their veterans two years ago. <laughs> I would have tanked and got. I would have tanked and got more ping pong balls. I would have pushed. That was that's how you push the button. They don't and Oklahoma it. City's been tanking for six years. And what have that? What has that got them? That's Where, what pick did Oak City get tonight? Two, no four, okay. two or four something. Yeah. Like Who that? got one? Who got one? Orlando. Orlando did. Fucking Orlando. Pancho Bondolero was like, "Fuck, I don't want to go." Uh, Chad look good in Orlando. Oh, yeah, he will because he's a big generic white guy. He'll look Correct. great in Orlando, Florida. Correct. God almighty. Um, wanted to give a, wanted to promote a couple of things here. We have a watching party, a watching party, a watering hole. I announced this earlier today. So the barbecue is coming up June the 11th at the Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club by Woodlawn Lake. From 11 to 3. At 3 o'clock, we're going to give out all of the trophies, which, by the way, thank you to my friend Michael Miller with the Miracle League of San Antonio, who is donating all of his donating the money to buy all the trophies this year for the champions. And so we'll give away all the trophies this year, first, second, and third place to all of the different recipes and meats at the barbecue. And when that's over, right around 3.15 or so, I'm going to lead a caravan because by then we're all, needed, we're all going to need to do some drinking. Um, I know I'm going to be because I don't really want to drink on the grounds of the Salvation Army, you know. So I'll be ready for some some beer. The official watering hole, the post barbecue watering holes, uh, Saturday, June 11, is the social spot, right there off of Broadway, right across the street from Maverick Park, where we watch the Cowboys Patriots. That fateful game, that ironic game in which Dallas beats the Patriots in overtime on the road only to see Dak tweak his calf on the game-winning touchdown pass and was never the same dude the rest of the year. We watched that that night out there at the social spot on Broadway by Maverick Park. That's where we're going to collect after the um, barbecue this year. And Puma's house is going to babysit my kids because it's 21 and up. There was some confusion during that Cowboy game, people trying to bring kids in. You have to be 21 to get in that place, just letting you know. And while you're in there, drink a bunch of good booze and have some beers. Speaking of booze, Ucha Gracias to Texas Cheer Liquor, another fine sponsor of this show. It brings you Puma's an amazing NBA analysis. Not being a dick, I hope you're right. I really want you to be right about the Spurs. But nonetheless, thanks to Texas Cheer Liquor, they got nine locations now, just saying. When they started off as a sponsor of this radio show, you boys will notice that they had five locations. They now have nine. I mean, I mean the ninth of which we did a live show from. I mean, correct. I mean, so I guess I guess Amon should be like thanking us. I guess I should say, Mister Singh, I, you're, I guess you're welcome. Mr. Singh, 
you're welcome for that. So yeah, you're welcome that. that you're able to start four more in four months time. He's been able to start four more sh uh, stores. So I'll just tell him you're welcome. Absolutely. You're welcome, Mr. Singh. So muchas gracias. That's it. That's it. That's cool. All right. So what's, so best case scenario for the Spurs is their ability to draft the people. And I trust them still. I trust pop and their scouts. I don't know shit about this Brian Wright. I mean, I, I, they made him the general manager, so that's fine. I mean, I've agreed with every move okay. he's made since he got okay. the title. Well, at okay. least in the last 12 months. I mean, I think sure. he's been doing, he did, he's done a great job over the last calendar year. Yeah. So they're going to get a, they're going to get a player that can help them at nine. I just, their, their draft history suggested they don't get every pick, right? No one does. Um, and they're a team that has to get lucky in the draft and draft their faces off. And I trust them. And so whoever they get at nine, I'll give the kid all the benefit of the doubt. Just like I've given Keldon Johnson and Trey, what's his face from Duke and, and Nate Trey Vassell, Jones. Mm -hmm. Trey, Trey Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And Josh Primo. I'm the youngest I mean, player so, in the league. And because they're babies, that's, that's, that's what I'll, I'll I'm, I'm with you. I'm just not interested right now, but I'm with you on the process. And I'm how with old, you on how old was hmm. Jordan when he won his first championship? 27? 28? 28? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, yeah, we're talking. Yeah, but no one's comparing all, these kids to them. That's not what I'm saying, but all of those kids we just listed are all still 22, 23 and under. I mean, even the best players, yeah. 25. So, yeah. I mean, we're. Right. We're still, it's, there's going to be development years still ahead unless yeah. they can swing a big move with, that's why I say, I mean, the, that ninth pick might not even end up being them that takes it. If they can, you know, make a move to bring in a established guy to match with DeJounte or yeah. best case scenario, Keegan Murray falls the kid from uh, Iowa because he is, you know, power forward kind of tweener. But yeah. I could see him fitting in nicely, but I don't think he'll be there at nine. And I don't think any of those teams are – who knows? I mean, we're, we're talking about a league where the picks are determined by ping pong balls and, uh, you know, Steph Curry goes seventh. You know, Dirk goes yeah. ninth. Uh, you know, very rarely you – know, Duncan Robinson won easy. And everything after that is – I mean – Hell, even one, I mean, Michael Olowokandi. Like, it's yeah, like, and I would say more so than ever, maybe because these kids are all babies that come out of college now and don't even have time to develop before they're already going to the league. So you just never know who's going to make that jump, no matter where they get drafted. So I, yeah, I don't. And and you also it gives see, your theory credibility for sure. I'm not yeah, poo pooing on it. You also see, you know, guys like Dame Lillard going from small schools. At, at numbers that if you redrafted those years, they would be the top pick. And, the, you know, so there's still, what was, uh, God, what was Johnny Flynn, the point guard from Syracuse that went ahead of Steph Curry? Timberwolves took Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio instead of Steph Curry with, with their two picks that they had before Golden State picked that year. So, I mean, it's, a, it's, an, it's an imprecise science because the teams are run by people that are fallible. I mean, and like I said, the, yeah. Kings, the Kings pick ahead of them. So you, you can pretty much chalk that up as a wasted pick. Yeah. If I meet a guy on the street and he's like, yeah, I'm the general manager of the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'll be like, okay, sure. Sure. Because yeah. I'm not impressed by you being a GM of an NBA team. Well, you're probably a lot somebody's of them are fucking son. stupid. 
somebody's son, yeah, somebody with a business degree, because you don't need a road scholarship necessarily to be a GM in the NBA because those guys fuck up more than they don't. All right, so that's that's basketball talk. Let me see your chin there. Mine? So I had, I had a lot of feedback the other night when we had – rub your face. You got whiskers? When's the last time you shaved that down there? Uh, Like uh, yesterday, maybe. Okay, all right. So Puma a had a shocking revelation the other day. Was it? I don't know if it was on this show or the radio show. I get them mixed up. And I've had feedback from several people that it's pretty polarizing on your facial habits. Remember that from okay. last week? Which part? Uh, kind <clears> of. <throat> the facials that you receive. <laughs> okay. Well, or lack thereof, I should say. Puma ah, told me last the week. The skin care. Yes, yes, yes. Skin care stuff you roll with. So Puma told me last week that he shaves with warm water and that's it no well, cream scalding hot water scalding. yeah so uh, scalding? scalding hot scalding. water scalding rhymes with spalding not i'm gonna scold you but scold scalding I'm gonna scald you with hot water the you know the singer esperanza spalding correct yeah rhymes with that scalding okay scalding puma shaves with hot water only no cream no aftershave then he told me he never puts lotion on his skin. He never moisturizes. He never um, exfoliates. God, God, no. Actually, you know, I've been known to fuck around and exfoliate a few times. No, no, not Isn't at all. Isn't it awesome? Doesn't it feel great? Doesn't I couldn't it tell you. Your toes twinkle up. Not, not familiar with the sensation. So. So I had a lot of feedback on that. And so a lot of people defended your ass, by the way. Mostly people, old, older guys defended you. I feel like that's a very old man. I mean, I saw my grandpa it's a do it. thing. I saw my grandpa do it, and then I saw my dad do it, and it's just like, well, why would I? They've been fine. Why would I do it any different? There's Nick Owen here. I actually just had a facial the other day, he says. And I've not had, I, I, I've given myself home mud treatments a couple times over the years Steph for funsies throw- just to, the kids thought it was funny, so She'll I just did it. throw some of that on my face, and I, I don't knock the benefits of it. And you let her do it. it. Yeah, it felt good. Okay. okay. When she peels it off, seeing all the shit that comes out of my pores, oh, like I, I understand. I, I see the value in it. I'm I bet just, it pulls off a lot of your shit. It's like oh, cleaning well, a vacuum cleaner that hadn't okay. been cleaned in eight months. I actually wash my face twice Disease daily. comes out of you. I uh, struggled with uh, acne growing up and had to take Accutane. And, uh, oh, Really? On your uh, cheeks? Several friends that lost their lives through uh, the use of Accutane driving them to suicide. But yeah, no, no, no. Go ahead. Make fun of my face. What the fuck are you talking about? You're making up up garbage. You don't remember? No, I actually did. One of my buddies, uh, his sister, unfortunately, uh, killed herself while she was taking Accutane. You don't remember the the What the fuck is Accutane? You don't remember And why are they killing themselves? God, no. So it was a... Look at this face. I never had to... I never had zits. Okay, all right. Yeah, so I... It was was like a pill that you would take that would dry out your face, and it turned out to have some of the side effects that weren't necessarily broadcast when uh, it was first introduced to the market where it... Jesus. Caused some severe depression among some people. Not me. I never. It never affected the me like in that. It? The drugs in it. Do what? Yeah, yeah. Something in. Oh my the, god. Something. There was a. It was. That's what I'm saying. It was a, a FDA. It was a federal lawsuit, trade suit against the Jesus Christ makers of Accutane. It swept. There wow. were 
there were a couple kids at, you know, Highland Park High School whenever I was growing up, up in Dallas, you know, that had, because of course, when someone from Highland Park offs themselves, then it well, becomes here we go. national here we go. news. Now, and you now have, it counts. Yeah. You got ABC, NBC, CBS bullshit, everybody flying in to interview uh, everybody in the rich, greater North Dallas area to see what Accutane has done to them. But yeah, no, it, uh. It was a it was a huge news deal whenever I was in high school. And my parents immediately were like, "Oh, you're off that. You're done." Damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's Mike Phillips to you. Says, "Hell, I don't use soap either. Shaving, I don't use soap, shaving cream, or water. Razor straight to skin. Bullshit. That seems that's no that, water. That seems intense. Even for me, no like, way, dude. That seems no intense because I can't even right, do it so with cold water. I need dude Nixon here hotter than warm." <laughs> Just had a facial. Listen to you and Puma Bucket uh, about facial care after 40. So had my wife set me up with a lady that she goes to, I've got to admit, was well worth it and something I'll work into monthly now with my 90-minute monthly massages. Right there with him on that. So I, I have, I'm lucky my parents both look young, so I've always looked young for my age, like really young. I, I think I still do, except for the readers. Um... I wash my face every morning and every night. Like I wash my face I. at night with face soap, then sleep all night. I mean, it's eight hours for your face to sweat and shit. And then I wash it in the morning again. And I put eye cream on in the last couple of years, you know, getting older, children, moves, divorces, this kind of thing. You start getting these, start getting this shit. You got to get that shit. So you got to get rid of that shit. So I started using this pretty high dollar facial cream. Ask me how much I pay for a little tube about that long. I'm not sure I want to know the answer to that. How much do you pay for a little tube that long? 45 bucks. God. It just mm. takes a fingertip on each side. Soup, soup. You do it in the morning and at night. That's my, and I, I'm, I'm a big time face. Wa- I wash my face at least twice, sometimes three times a day, but it's like sensitive skin. So it doesn't dry you out. If I walk into a salon or a massage yeah. parlor, and I yeah. ask a girl to give me a facial, assuming I don't get uh, <laughs> immediately arrested for sexual harassment on okay. site. What does that even? Uh, what does a facial even entail? Like what? What? What all is? I don't the, know. I don't get them. I don't. I, I don't. Actually, I've never uh, had a facial. Oh, LG. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. I do all the videos for a uh, salon off 1604. Oh, oh. <laughs> and, uh, well, what's it called? What is this salon you're doing videos so for? And how do I get a link to the website? Video. Okay, it's, all right. It's called I'm, Beauty and Lux, and it's uh, like 1604 Vance Jackson area. Well, there's a fan blog. Yeah, there you go. And uh, so the last shoot I did was actually extreme close-ups of facials. And, uh, yeah. So they, they have like that category. It's like blackheads on your nose. They, all the pores and stuff, they have like a little machine. It's like, it looks like a drill almost, but it's got a flat, like a flat blade to it kind of. And they just, it vibrates all the crap out of your pores. I used to have a buddy that would sit in class and he'd take his thumbs to his nose and then just push up as hard as he could to shoot all of the blackhead and like a Chia pet. It's like a exactly. chia pet growing. It's, it like it looked like uh, like the play doh coming through. The, yeah, when you press the play doh, it exactly, comes through the thing. Yeah. He would sit what a there dirty and do fucking that. redneck. He would he would literally go hey psh, hey hey, and then just 
as hard as he could. God. So, so he would, he hang on, he would not wash his face on correct. purpose it, it was, so he yes, could do correct. shtick with dirt and disgustingness in his Absolutely. fucking nose. Absolutely, yeah. And that was what would keep us awake during AP calculus class because this kid oh, was actually God. one of the smartest kids in our in our school. Oh, well, just being book smart has nothing to do with being cool, you know, as we all know. But, so I never got, like, acne, thank God. Now, I did get a zit here and there, and I would get shit in my nose. You ever, like, Peel, press one and it comes out and it's, it comes out real long. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a that's, comet. That, that's exactly what I just described Gross. to you. That's, yes, that's what he, that's, yeah. He had yeah, like 20 it, of them. It looked like Jesus a little tapeworm. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe not yeah. that long. Oh but, yeah. God. Yeah. 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 And then he'd, yeah. Try to fling it at you. Yeah. There's YouTube video of people doing that. And the tapeworm is like a foot and a half long by the time they get done with it. I think Guinness <sighs> actually, I think Guinness has actually recorded the longest zit zit residue whatever you call that shit of all time pus? yeah whatever it's not i don't know it's not pu it's pus not is pus. runny right yeah it's not pus pus, yeah. pus is one of those ones you pop it it gets all yeah. over your mirror That's in like your bathroom you ever done that yeah. where you pop it it just like a sprays all oh. over your mirror <laughs> yeah, of course yeah yeah <laughs> of course but yeah I've been the there. long the one that's like it's almost like it's like a fucking solid substance it looks like a tapeworm that isn't there guinness is recorded fucking those things coming out of your nose and shit that like, that's like a foot long. So God, gross. how long do you have to let that build up before you go in there and squeeze it out like that? A well, and imagine, imagine like train, like training to take the, to make the attempt. And then you come up a quarter inch short and it's like, well, all right, you got to train hard. <laughs> yeah. Got to go a year and six <laughs> months without washing my face next time. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. that whole show where, where it's just, Ugh. uh, like the chick that pops a bunch of nasty giant pimples on people. That's because there's and, fucking there's crazy entire... people that get off on watching that shit. Oh yeah. They totally oh, yeah. get off on that. Yeah, totally. Because it's a whole generation raised on E-bombs world is what it is. Yeah, no doubt. Makes you want to just get in the car and find oh, them. And, oh, oh, here. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Oh, this is what you, this is what you're filming. Oh, gross. That's oh, a dude doing that. Oh, that's I probably a shouldn't be showing you this. No, turn you it, I don't need to see it. <laughs> Good. Oh what man, is, that's so that, bad. That's a. Uh, there oh. you go. That's what they do. But they have a machine that does that as well. So yeah. Oh, Gross, mm. man. Just leaving that poor guy. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. get him out of here! Get him out of I don't. Think I can't I, believe a guy would do that. Yeah. No. Well, we actually we needed we they had a girl in there at first, but she didn't have enough blackheads, and so we there was a dude waiting for her out there, and we were like, "Yo, because she washes her face this. every day, and dudes don't." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's Gross. that's why a dude should probably be in there doing that because of Jesus that Christ. Right there. All right, you boys, make sure to subscribe to this this show <laughs> for more talk life for more conversations that have to do with these. Please subscribe and like us, man. We love you hard. We want you to like us and hit that bell. Shoot us a shoot us a tip. You can tip us on the super chat, or you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash Mike Taylor Live and shoot us a tip. Give us some coffee that way. That'd be cool too. And couldn't do it without you boys at Thunderdome. Couldn't do it with people like R and R Autoglass, Janet and Rick. You met them at the hangar last week. Thank you guys so much, by the way, to our yes, promotes yes, last yes. week. Thank, and thank, thank you. Mr. Singh at Texas Cheer Liquor and Mr. Rap. Uh, the, the Jack Ruby of San Antonio who let us come in there and do our shtick the other day. That was awesome at the hangar. That was badass. Thank you, dude, for doing that. It was very cool. And R and R autoglass, which is right by the airport at two eighty one in Tacoma. 
let's say you decide to run over people that don't wash their face because you don't like them or homeless people. This is a dark live ad. Remember the story of the lady who ran over? She hit the homeless guy and he got stuck in her windshield and she just left him there all night in her garage. Y'all remember that shit? Yeah. 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 Don't do well. If you do accidentally hit a homeless person, when you do decide to take their body out of your destroyed windshield, you know you can go get that fixed at R and R Auto Glass, and they won't ask you how it got busted. They just want to fix it. And make sure you mention me when you go in there. Shoot my name, and you'll get the Taylor Especial. Whether you've got busted windshield because you ran somebody over, sunroof damage, side windows, and they also fix the little motors like that are inside the little door panels that like prevent the like the window won't roll up or down right. They fix those two at R and R in San Antonio, Texas. At 281 in Tacoma. All right. People are asking about Rich O'Toole. Yes. Rich O'Toole, former guest of this show. This show is coming home. I made that announcement on the radio show yesterday. I am going to be spending at least a month, if not two months, maybe, depending on other things in my life that I have no control over, like ex-wives and what they do. Uh, but I'm going to be in San Antonio and South and Central Texas for an extended period very soon. And start, it starts on Wednesday, June 8th. And I probably won't, I probably won't come back to the hellscape maybe to August. I'm super stoked about that. Um, and it all starts off and just to celebrate my homecoming and staying at home this summer, we're going to celebrate with a badass show that we're going to do live on the stage. This is so cool. So stoked. At Sam's Burger Joint, the legendary concert venue and burger joint in San Antonio, over near the Pearl Brewery, the longtime standing Sam's, which has been there way before the Pearl Brewery, uh, knew what, well, what it looks like now. It's been there, you know, the Pearl Brewery's been there a long time, but what it's turned into, Sam's has been there for decades, and we're going to open for Rich O'Toole. We're going to sit there on the stage, and we're going to do this show right before Rich comes out and plays a gig at Sam's Burger Joint on Wednesday, June the 8th. How badass is that? And Puma, let's do some on air. It's absurd. It's hard to even think about it. You know, we're giving away these VIP. We're giving away. What the fuck was that? Oh, I said, I thought it was another way to give us money. I get excited when I hear the sound effect. I'm like, three more dollars, motherfucker. Three more dollars. Uh, LG was suggesting we don't give away all of those VIP packages this week on the radio uh, show and save a couple, if not three or four, for the Rich concert. Oh, I think that's a great idea. And that's give them a, away to people that, yeah, if you show up sure. that night in your Thunderdome, like come in there, I don't know, we can do a bit where they show up and they go, they, they give us a grito or they say, love you hard. They'll win the four pack of VIP tickets to the barbecue, which is three days after the Rich concert. The Rich concert is on Wednesday, May the, uh, Wednesday, June the 8th. And the barbecue is that Saturday on the 11th. Go to both. Go to Sam's Burger Joint that night. See us do mm-hmm. our show right before Rich O'Toole kicks ass on stage. And. Come in there and scream. What do you want to love you hard? Grito, something like that. That way we'll know you're legit Thunderdome in there that night. And we'll give you the four pack. It's a yeah. VIP four pack, by the way. You get the t-shirt and you get access to the barbecue and the, and the plate, of course. Mm. That's well worth it. What do you think, Puma? Sure. I'm trying to think. I mean, we, <clears throat> we could have, I mean, everything you threw out would work. I'm just thinking if we might have something that we could tie in with actual rich, like with the content, maybe, Come out, sing a rich, yell, come out, yell. sing a rich song, but put my name in it or something. I don't or know. just scream, you know. Uh, well, 
marijuana and jalapenos or you know god and george let's, Strait- let's come let's combine the guys me and rich say something in the same sentence that combines both of our names that way we know you like both of us i don't know well yeah, we're getting i think we're getting closer or, or possibly okay. love you hard jalapeno flowing. and I don't know. Ah. Love you hard. 17 wild horses. I don't know. Fire off. Love jalapenos hard. (laughs) Love jalapenos hard. That's it. That's it. That's fucking it. Like we're there or, or beans and chili hard. Oh, okay. Beans and chili hard. Time out. Okay. I think that, I think now we're on to something. Okay. All right. Now we're there. Okay. Beans and chili hard. That's the phrase. The right. Code, the key. The code word is <laughs> just beans and like chili the, hard. The old, the old 1950s. Okay, uh, uh, it comes in a can. Uh, yep. Texans don't like it if you put this in it. Uh, uh, and uh, I fucking love it if you put beans in it. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Rich is okay, Rich yeah. is fighting the good battle, fighting the good right fight there with for him. all of us. Absolutely, a- absolutely, absolutely. Fucking a. Yeah, that's it. How many, let's save, let's save like a three. I'm going to save three packages because the top gun bit today we did was failed as fuck. <laughs> I've got an no idea. No one knew shit about top gun. I've got an idea we, for tomorrow. Okay. Okay. So here's what we did earlier today on the radio show. We tried to give away some of these VIP four packs with top gun trivia to commemorate the wonderment that is top gun Maverick that gets oh, released on. next Let, week. LG you've seen top gun. Yeah. Familiar with Top Gun. <laughs> Some level of understanding of Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. You didn't hear the radio show earlier. No, I did not. Ask no. the questions to LG. Let's see if he gets them. Mm. How many times have you seen Top Gun, the original? Recently? In your life. Oh, in my life, probably, I know, more than 20. See? Okay. <laughs> okay. So these are, All like, right, here we go. Probably this not in the last 20 years. We tried uh, to give away the four packs today. With trivia, this here's a question that stumped everybody. All right. Who flew with Maverick after Goose died during the battle scene at the end of the movie? What was that pilot's tag name? Yeah. See, stumped him. And, and the actor that played him was a big-time, not a big-time actor bro. at the time, but he turned into a huge, huge actor. Well, I guess he wasn't big at that nah, point. I was got he? nothing. No, nothing he wound that. up. Play, he's a, he's a star of one of my favorite yeah. sports movies of all time. The great Tim Robbins, who played Merlin. That's who flew with Merlin. Maverick in the battle scene at the end of the movie. I don't remember one. that because the other one, I thought okay. that was the name. The actress that played Goose's wife, also a young, just getting underway actress, who became a massive so, star. What's her face from the? Tom Hanks movie. Correct. Uh, yes. Okay. Fakes the orgasm. Yep. Is that is this her? Right here. Yes. 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 You play oh. her drop you once every three shows. Oh, oh God. Uh, from Harry Met Sally. Uh, Meg Ryan. Oh, there you Meg go. Ryan. Meg Ryan. Well, there's your yeah, four pack of VIP everybody. tickets. Yeah. That stumped everybody today. So I yeah. I thought I was being I thought I was being easy. I thought that one was easier than where is the actual Top Gun school. Like Someone I, got that Miramar San Diego. San Diego, yeah. yeah. Okay, see, so yeah, you got San that. Yeah. I wouldn't have known Miramar, but San Diego San, for sure. Yeah. yeah, we would have accepted both answers. I I can't believe what I'm about to do. I, I've got to send someone to Miramar. You <laughs> so two big. characters are going to Top Gun. Yeah, Mountain. Mm. 
Yeah, and you, asshole, yes, sir, you're lucky to even be here. Thank you, sir. Thank you, yeah. sir. Dude, Thank Goose you, sir. is so funny in that. Like, so I, there's great. so many times, like, the the scene that, because right when when they're first introduced to Charlie and he, uh, they're telling her the story of the inverted bird to the yeah, MIG. The finger. Right? Yes, Goose, exactly. I know the finger. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I hate it when it does, it does that. that. Yeah, the, <laughs> the underrated line of that whole scene is it re- instantly reminded me of me and you because it's when Tom, it's when Maverick goes, yeah, I was flying, and then Goose instantly was like, we. Sorry, we were flying, <laughs> and he does it three more times. And right. then finally, the third one, Maverick just turns to him and goes, we were flying. And like that just, it was very, at, that was the point of the movie where the roommate turned next to me and she goes, I think you and Mike need to be Maverick and Goose for Halloween. It's just yeah. too appropriate. Yeah, the fun-loving tall blonde and the d-baggy over-the-top arrogant. It kind of checks out. Even short with guy the with the brown hair. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, no, the long Goose hair is fine the too. Mustache. Oh, I can wear. I, I was, can. I was thinking that. Han Solo and Chewbacca, but it may have to be Mav and Goose this year because of the movie. You mean where I play Han and you play Chewie? Uh, that I had it the other way, but we oh, could do a weird. bit. And I, I could be Chewy, and you could be Han if you, you want to just throw people off. Stereotype me as because uh, you're a great be big giant human with lots of hair, and yeah. I'm short and handsome like Harrison Ford. Yeah, and the point of Halloween is to live out your fantasies, not just play into your stereotypes. Yeah. Oh well, we could do a bit. You could be Han, I could be Chewy, and it would look good. Just It'd saying, be funny. I'd look like Chewy's son. Or as, or as Chewy's turd. Okay. I mean, well, how, how, what do you think the average size was of a of a Wookiee? As long as long. one of those disgusting long zits that broke the Guinness oh, Book of World Records for longer sure. Longer than that. Gross. So fucking gross. Size of a water moccasin. Yeah. By the way, speaking of all these appearances we have, the Rich O'Toole appearance at Sam's Burger Joint, talking about the hangar last week and Texas cheer liquor. We're, we're, we're whoring it out right now. Would you like to have us at your spot? This show can come to your place. We bring them out, man. And we proved it last week. That damn hangar. What would you say? Five, six of that crowd were there to see us. They would have made no money that night had it not been for us. We had, they were, they were us, our people. Oh, come totally. On. Let's our not people. discredit the Creed cover band. I mean, come on now. Well, I don't want to look. That's look, a tool cover band. He did a good job. Not only that, he tried to imitate every single lead singer's voice, which I. I appreciate. I don't appreciate that. I like use your own voice, bro. Like you got a good voice, but he's a cover band. He's just covering the music. You can still sing the lyrics. You don't have to like change your voice to because it doesn't. Yeah, cover band. It's not. It's a copycat band. By the way, I don't think. And of course, you know how I am about making everything about me. I thought this guy's really horrible and a douche, or he's trolling my fucking ass because it was it was my night. Get the fuck out of here! It's my night. It was my night. You'd and they got a band and the dude's doing nothing but on. tool and creed covers <laughs> the two bands i hate the most been more perfect it was, a, it was beautiful it was amazing it was like matt told the kid exactly like, you what fucking trolling me asshole yeah. fucking asshole fuck up my night fuck up my night the fuck beautiful. out of here it was awesome it was awesome in a horrible horrible, horrible stupid way it was if he was trolling me it was genius all right so that's just a long way to say we want to come to your place i'm going to be home for two months we have a shit ton of time. We normally record this show on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 815. 
We can come on a Wednesday. The hangar night was a Wednesday. We can come on a Monday. We can come on a, hell, we can do this shit at four o'clock in the morning. We can do a Saturday if you want to. We can come to your bar on a Sunday or whatever. So hit me up, man. Slide into my messages. And if you're interested in having us come to your place, and by the way, no, no, not your fucking apartment. I had another buddy of mine today sent me a text message. <laughs> dude, you guys could totally do your show at my house. No, dude, you, you, you got 1500 bucks. <laughs> oh, you want to you you buy you a thousand dollars worth Fuck of plates? Yes. What do you think uh, we're doing here? This is a side hustle. We got a studio. I'm going to go horse mansion out. or something. Yeah. I mean, I mean we're for sale, <laughs> homie. Yeah, come on now. Anyway. So no, we're, I'm down with doing crazy locations. But I would rather go to businesses that want to get into partnership with us to promote their business. And we promote ourselves and we all have a beautiful time and have synergy and champion each other. So if you're interested in having Mike Taylor live presented by Texas Cheer Liquor at your place, hit me up. You never know. Hit me up. We've got good support here. Wonderful support. All right. You boys want to take a look at my sack now? Let's do that. Speaking it is speaking of hitting you up. Time to take a look at the sack. And I got a speaking of the sack. I got a great one. All right. The sack is brought to you by my boys at JM Pool and Spa. Long, long, long time uh, supporters and Thunderdumbers. JM Pool Spa is a family-owned business. They do monthly service on pools. They do repairs. They have their residential appliance installer license to repair electrical pool equipment. So if you have electrical stuff that needs to be replaced, they can do that. George and those boys at JM Pool and Spa have been in business over a quarter century. He's also the president of the San Antonio Independent Pool Spa Service Association, which don't which just donated $1,000, by the way, to the Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club Barbecue at 2K22. We love you hard. And he's the official pool and spa owner of this, of this television program. Thank you to George and the boys and girls over at JM Pool Spa. Okay. Good seeing George, too, out at uh, on location last week. Yeah, he came out to Got Texas Cheer Liquor too. the other night. Mm-hmm. That was great meeting that dude and seeing him in person for the first time. Okay, I want to per- – here's a, here's a mail. I've been mailing back and forth with the guy. So last Thursday night, Puma and I, we hoard out some football cleats that we had. Remember the football cleats that we signed, Lawrence? Yeah, I had them in the room there as I was sneezing all over your equipment and getting scolded oh, yeah. by uh, Mr. Puma. I can go yeah. grab them real quick. Hold on. If you want to, yeah, go get them. So we had that big combine challenge this year, the athletic combine challenge, in which I completely annihilated Puma. I don't know why you events. keep lying about that. It was a ra- it literally a went to a tiebreaker where you won by the slightest of possible margins. I made Jerry Rice like Michael Irvin like corner of the end zone catch. Sure. To win that and thing. In a tiebreaker with that with the last chance to win it. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and I and I cheesed up on those other two. That way we, we I tried oh, to extend the bet and give you oh, some big So that's where your false narrative originates. That you 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 went soft on me as if you're my uncle who doesn't want to embarrass me. Got it. Okay. No, I want no, I don't give a shit about embarrassing you. I wanted to stretch the bit for the people that showed up to watch it. Got it. It had nothing to do with the fact that I honestly beat you at two competitions. Nothing at all. No, no, no. Me me making it all about the show and dragging out the bit. So, LG, hold those shoes up again. So, we sold these shoes Thursday night. What I said was, that's Puma on the top, me on the bottom. Whoever buys the most plates to the barbecue will score these cleats. And not only that, we will personally deliver them. Puma and I will drive these to your house your place of business, meet you in a bar, the corner of a, a, a nookie street, whatever you want. We don't care. We, we, we'll, we'll meet you and give you these cleats, whoever buys the most plates. And a really cool guy called Mark Caraveo, 
Thunderdomer Mark Caraveo, who doesn't want his name out, but I give it, I'm giving it anyway. <laughs> Homeboy bought 40 VIP tickets. That's a thousand dollars. He paid a thousand bucks for those cleats. Every cent goes straight to the Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club. And he's got those cleats coming. Such fanfare on this shit. God damn. <laughs> I mean, the, the one day we'll look back budgets. and think, remember the time LG used to play? Remember oh, that? That, those... <laughs> no, we're never we're not changing. We're not gonna let, we're not gonna okay. let success change who we are. That's a oh, that's cool. A Keep it on the there then. That's now. fine. Yeah. I fuck that. I'm gonna be in here. I'm gonna be in full suit in in two years. I'm gonna have a robe on. Well, no, you go full Pat Riley. (laughs) Sunglasses the whole time. As far as the production level, it's gonna stay the same. (laughs) Johnny Walker. Oh boy, this dude uh, Mark bought forty VIP tickets. That's twenty five bucks a pop. So that's a thousand dollars. That's where we got the tickets we're giving away. The the packages we'll give away at the Rich concert. Or that Mark bought Mark bought them. That's how we got them. Pretty kick ass, man. Good dude. So killer. So stoked. All right. Wanna do some wanna do some emailing? See if we can do a thing here. Why does it smell weird in my apartment? I think my dog's shit. Get the, my dog shit in here. God, she or, never does that. Or Amber or heard not mad at you. One or the oh, other. Oh, baby, yeah, I should check my cover. Hey, uh-huh. did you shit the floor, dude? I think she farted. That's so gross. All right, that's fine because we're winding down anyway. That, that evil Mr. Singh also wants to deliver us another Indonesian fun fact. Indonesia mm-hmm. has the largest Muslim population of any country. LG's told me that I before. I did know that one, actually. That is the truth. Yeah. Yes. Yep. It's us. Uh, that's killer. Yeah. I think it's that's the truth. Ignorant stereotypes that immediately make you think of only one part of the world and not wide-ranging. Okay, speaking of, I was mocking the ignorant people. I was mocking. I knew what you meant. I was. I was. Let's protect. I took took the baton from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I understand. You were offering a satirical rebuttal of their ignorance. Correct. Yes. Get indoors. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Go inside. Jump in the. Jump in. Jump in the dirt house. Jump in the cave. Incoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's the end of the satirical reenactment to poke fun at the ignorance of said people. Hide the sex goats. Nope, we're They're not coming. Done yet. We're not done yet. Uh, Take the sex goats and put the still... sex goats away. Protect the goats. I mean, they're pretty Put ignorant. the women. Let the, oh, yeah. Don't let yep, the yep, women yep, in. Yeah. We need a Don't let in the women. My, thank don't you let them in. You'll, you'll see it firsthand one day when I drag your ass out there. Yeah. So. Don't you'll let be, her in. She's on her menstrual cycle. She's dirty. Leave her outside. Yes. You'll be you'll be hearing the call to prayer five times a day. They play it on the speaker. Yes, that's they do it's play so it creepy. on the speaker. Yeah. 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 Not just one speaker. You have that. They part, play right? that in Indonesia. Every single mosque in town oh, plays I it that at that the was same just time. Over in the Middle East. Oh, oh ball sack. Well, it depends on where you're at too, because Bali, Bali is Hindu. Hindu, so okay, right? Okay. Oh, Bali's Hindu. Now, now yeah, I can yeah, get yeah. down with the Hindus. They got like seven thousand gods, free sex galore, no rules. I can get down with that. I believe the largest uh, Catholic cathedral in Southeast Asia is a directly across the street from the largest mosque in Southeast Asia in downtown Jakarta. Oh, it's like a McDonald's and a Burger King. 
across yeah, the street exactly. of each other. Yes, Walgreens setting yeah. up right, yeah, right next to each other. Exactly. No, man, some, our boy Marty, who travels all over the world with bands, was traveling with Soundgarden yeah, back in the day and sent me, he, he rolled on the call to prayer at like 7 o'clock in the morning. He was in Istanbul, Turkey. Mm. He was on the eastern side, on the other side of the river, on the eastern side of Istanbul. And it was so haunting. He, like, sent me video, like this, this hazy early morning dew. Oh, yeah. Sun just barely rising in the horizon. Hardly anybody on the streets of Istanbul, one of the oldest modern cities in the world, a beautiful city that no bullshit I'd like to go to and visit. That's Istanbul, not Constantinople. That's correct. That's correct. Justin, just, Justin Tinian was kicked off a long time ago, and then the others took the Turks won, and that, now you got now you get called to prayer. And he, he played it. All of I'm, I don't know what I'm saying, but you know, it sounds like something hey, like that. We, it's under, we get it. We get the, it. Mess, <laughs> the gist of what you're saying is, is coming. Women across. shall not drive cars. Get us uh, up we're the starting to, we're starting mm-hmm. to progress in country by country on that. Front. When your son is 12, he must be engaged already. Something like that. That's, I mean, are you are you reenacting Istanbul or Mobile? <laughs> like, which like is that? That's funny. I was just all gonna right, say. Do you right. think that they have radio shows in Istanbul that do American bits and they're like, "Oh, fuck. hi guys, I'm going, I'm going, going to listen to, I'm going to listen to top forty radio." Yeah. What would yeah. what would Turks doing talk shows say stereotypically about us? I think they would make fun of, uh, I think they would be quick to make fun of the stereotypical ignorant Southerner. I can imagine. Without uh, fail. Making fun of. You know, <laughs> I'm going, neck. can you imagine like a guy from Turkey trying to imitate the accent? I'm going to my barn to fuck my cow. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I'm going to get my gun and shoot up my school for fun. Ha oh. ha ha. Let's have fun. Red meat. Red meat, <laughs> correct? Yes. Yeah. I think there's oh oh yeah. you almost that was almost a uh, facial on the screen here. Yeah, hey y'all, that, let's go overdose on cattle because they're not sacred. I don't know. I, think I, I would love to hear that. You know, we no, get I, made fun of at the ass over there. The uh, there was a I mean the pr- dude that's president of I mean it, granted Europe not Middle East but the guy that was president of or that is Zelensky in Ukraine, he was on a show in the Ukraine, a TV show that depicted Americans in a pretty uh, non-flattering light. Oh, I need to light. see that shit. That's why it's been used off. against him. I've seen it circulate several of uh, several communities that I dip my toes in just to see what the terrorists are talking about. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I like to keep that. I, I want to make sure I know what insurrection my cousins are participating in next. So I, yeah. I just check some subreddits, a little 4chan, make sure right. I have an idea of what to expect from from the I'm uh, sure we get, the they, they, they do probably do fat jokes. Oh, yeah. Eating, yeah, eat, that's, eating that's red a meat. One. A lot of, a lot of A lot of diabetes and obesity jokes. Yeah, uh, listening to Kelly Clarkson, you know, not knowing who your mayor is of your city or the vice president of your country, stuff like that. Pretty the funny. fact that, you know, we have a we have a country that's younger than a lot of their park benches. 
to reference a minus the bear song. Yeah. Do they also mention we have the 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 highest GDP of all the countries combined and the greatest military of all time? Lack of social welfare. Talk about all the freedom. They'll talk about the freedom Mm -hmm. to say whatever we want on YouTube shows. Yeah, they talk about the freedoms. The freedoms. How they can't they can't make they can't do that over there because they'll get thrown in jail if they just cross the street the wrong direction. They talk about that. Um, yeah, talk about how there's no again, services that help women and children. That's a very Gen X stereotype for a uh, select few countries out of the many mm. that we're referencing here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure they, 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 I'm sure they just, they can't stand the fact that most people are able to afford at least a small home here. You know, we are at least rent one and don't have to stack up 85 people in a hut in a cave and mm. the cobble mountainside. <laughs> That's I mean, who's America. To say the, Americans who's suck, that, Who's to man, say man. they're doing it wrong? <laughs> like who's, What's who's that? To say, who's to say the 100-year-old woman living in a village in the mountains in China doesn't already have it figured out, and we're the ones that are doing She's it wrong, not. being caught up in our phones 90% of the day or distracted by some form of technology? Who's Who's to say that the person that still lives off the land and – doesn't spend their time trapped in a digital vortex, doesn't, isn't actually three steps ahead of us all. Well, perhaps if that old woman had ever had any freedoms that ever whatsoever in her life to be a woman and be a regular human being, she might have a cell phone and be able to get addicted to her phone too. But she's been told she's a woman, so you live in a cave all your life and don't have any rights or any any responsibilities other than make babies and cook my shit. That's a yeah. I'll figure it out. I'm sure. Limited, I'll figure it out. That's a oh, limited man, I'll figure number out. of countries in the world, but yeah, yeah, not the majority. I've, I've of met the... that woman, and she definitely has a cell phone and is addicted to it. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think Bin Laden orchestrated all that shit from that cave with his goddamn cell phone burner that they cut and they tore up and got went and got another one? You know, yeah, run I down mean, to Walgreens, get another one. <laughs> While he's working hand in hand with the Saudi government. Correct. Oh yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. You never know. Hey, keeps the Americans on their toes. I believe British intelligence when they come out and release very direct first, uh, primary evidence, first person sourced evidence. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that I would, I would pick this evil. I'm going to go with the oh, United oh, States is the lesser of these of evils. Course. I'm just give me, put that out there. Give me my evil. They don't have it sure. all figured out. No, no, they don't. Yeah, I'll take. I like not. my evil. Give me my evil. I like my, but I'm just. I like my cell phone. It's uh, very easy to just dismiss others without. Yeah, see that? That's called a beer. Thought. Women over there are not allowed to drink them. Just saying, because they're evil and they're getting they'll get stoned to death if they blink the wrong way. Oh, you're left-handed. Stone you to death because you come up. You're black magic. Big old sniff. Yeah, I was about to. Wait, never mind. <laughs> you, oh, you're left-handed. You're tainted by the evil. Yeah. Yeah. It must kill you. Now, how many yeah. countries do you think still follow Hammurabi's code? <laughs> like, what is oh, about what is 80? Probably stu- about 80. No, <laughs> no it's not 100, 150 would like to. It's, I'll guarantee it's not you. like that in the majority of Indonesia, correct? They not in Indonesia, not in, that was not. A, I hope the you don't misunderstand that I've not been talking about <laughs> Indonesia at all during this entire segment. This has all been about other certain areas an amalgamation right, an right. amalgamation of several Middle Eastern countries that you've just all jumbled into one stereotype. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes. I mean yeah. that in complimentary. It's all Iraq to me, man. That's pretty much. You sound, I heard, <laughs> I used to have, I, I will never forget. I had a world geography teacher that literally, first of all, when he was teaching us about the Sunni and the Shiite Muslims, he literally, there was a redneck kid in my class in the back 
and he's reading from the textbook because all he didn't teach us. All we did was just read out loud in class straight from the textbook. And the kid reading, doing a joke, literally said, the Sunni and the shitty Muslims. And everybody, of <laughs> course. Shitty like, hockey. Exactly, exactly. And then the professor, nobody stopped him. And finally, one of the you know nerds that sat up front was like, uh, actually, Corey, I think it's the Shiite. And without hesitation, he was like, no, I think they're all pretty shitty to me. And it was just like, what the <laughs> fuck? This is like the week after 9-11, give nonetheless, wow. like I'm a sophomore in high school, that same professor or that same teacher later as we're talking about 9-11 and we're talking about our invasion of the Middle East, he literally verbatim said, my world geography teacher, sophomore in high school, someone corrected him and said, we're invading Iraq and not Iran. And he literally goes, Iraq, Iran, it's all the same over there. <laughs> it's just like, oh, Jesus. you're supposed that's to be funny. teaching us geography. <laughs> like, what the well, hell? The, the teacher said that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, my yeah. God. That's no, he was more He was more worried about stopping Hillsborough's defense on Friday night than teaching us yeah, world geography. My final American asshole comment on this will be, any nation that allows religion to dictate its laws, any nation where you don't have freedom of religion, is not a nation I have any fucking interest in living in. And if you go look at the top 15, 20 countries on any of the lists that look at economics and quality of life in this world, you won't find any country that's led by religion on any of those lists. I rest my case. Yeah, I mean, ours is just, ours, ours is only at 44%, not 50, I guess. <laughs> you know, go America. I mean, and right now you take what you can get in this crazy-ass world we live in where people are in panic mode. But, yeah, where you're forced to practice a religion or maybe die or get ex or get excommunicated kicked out. I'm going to go ahead and take America. So love you hard. What's up, America? I mean, I'm the I only person here that smuggled Bibles into China right? before. Huh? So I said, What's I'm that? the only one here that smuggled Bibles into China. Like as if yeah, it was know, contraband yeah. luggage, like having them stuffed and tucked in so sweatshirts is insane. It's insane. What would have happened had you been caught? Oh, I think we, I think there's some, well, I mean, you can't bring uh, out Western material in like that. I don't oh, think. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. and that was what, and of Chuck course. Chuck Fina, I'm, man. I'm the asshole. And when, when my parents realized I was buying weed from the kids in the market when we were there <laughs> in China and they Spreading asked me. Jesus's word. Well, they asked me, they were like, well, what are you going to do if you get caught? And I immediately said, what are y'all going to do if you get caught? Like these, these aren't got our Bibles. laws here. It's <laughs> like worse. you're breaking yeah. the law worse than I am. Like, what are you going to do? Not being an asshole. You're being honest. You're being right, truthful. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's it. That's Taylor Sack, America Rules. What's up? Fuck everybody. What's up? Except maybe New Zealand. I kind of think New Zealand would be kind of cool. No, I think it sounds good <laughs> on paper, but mm, you'd get yeah, tired it's pretty. Quick. Yeah, I agree. It gets. I bet it gets old pretty quick. Kind of boring like and homogenous. It's like the state of Iowa, but an island. Right. Iowa's awesome for about forty-eight hours. Yeah, I can, I can buy that. I can buy yeah. that. Did you just compare Iowa to New Zealand? Holy God! Hundred percent. That's, that's that's Hawkeye football is basically all blacks rugby. Yeah. Okay. That might be the ender. We're good. I think I'd like New Zealand for a while, for a while, but nothing beats a weekend. Texas, Texas. All right. We're going to do this again Thursday night. And 
our content will be just as stellar as it was tonight. This is the longest yeah, we've ever yeah. done. Thursday, we'll fuck? ask you if you eat ass on the spot. <laughs> and wait for sure, your Sure, go right ahead. Tune in. Unfortunately, Thursday we're night. out of time right now, so I can't answer that question. Dang it. LG's in my ear screaming at me to go, uh, go, go. He's got, yeah, he's got you know, a date. It's weird. LG's sitting next yeah. to me, and I don't hear him saying a, a, a damn thing. I mean, yeah. I, it's No, weird, he recorded but, He recorded something oh, earlier on, and he's playing it in my ear, him saying, get out, get out, get out. need to get that ability. That sounds like a good feature. We can. Yeah, and the well, answer is in the right circumstances. You bet your fucking you said ass. Earlier, you said if it's clean, you you eat it. Quit being prude. Like, and even I'm if not it's not prude. No, I'm not nasty you. As fuck. I'm saying the universal, the generic you, like you as in listeners. Like, oh, oh, okay. You never know if oh, you like right. banana oh, split okay. till you try it. Like, you, we're gonna open up a poll. We're gonna have a poll. Yeah, yeah. A poll Line the them chat. up. <laughs> LG, give your house number out. Do I'll you start or don't answering. you? I'll answer calls. Undecided? Tally, we'll tally the votes on the whiteboard over here. Light them up. And that right there is why they hate us, and we got the freedom to say it. So fuck them. Go America. That's, your That's ass. it. We're done. All right. Thank you, boys. Thank you very much. Shout out to Pearl's adult daughter. Heard you guys for the first time and loved you guys. Thank you, Pearl. That's it. We're done. Thank you to Texas Cheer Liquor. Thank you to... Rich O'Toole and Sam's Burger Joint. Thank you to the Austin Gamblers. Thank you to JM Pool and Spa. Thank you to RNR Auto Glass. Back in here Thursday night at 8.15 from the Hellscape. Love you boys hard. We'll see you boys Thursday. Take care. Tell your buddies, subscribe to this damn thing. Keep me employed. Love you. Come back, you puppy. Mike Taylor Live is presented by Texas Cheer Liquor.